Welcome to Jane Unchained, featuring best-selling author, TV journalist, and JaneUnchained.com founder, Jane Velez Mitchell. In the next few minutes, you'll hear a secret solution to the problems that plague our world. If you want to revolutionize your life, get truly joyful, and jump to the next phase of human evolution, all it takes is one simple choice. Now, here's your host, Jane Velez Mitchell. Good morning, everyone, and I am so excited to be here. We are talking about life-changing solutions. You know, there are so many people walking around feeling depressed. Mm. They don't exactly know why. They're down. They're, uh, you know, uh, blue, moody, and yet they've got everything. They've got the house, the car, maybe even the spouse, the significant other, even the significant other canine. And uh, yet there's something wrong. And maybe it's because their behavior is not in tune with their core values, which is kindness and compassion. And if your core value is kindness and compassion, and yet you are contributing to something that's horrifically cruel that is, in fact, torture. I'm going to say it. And that's factory farming. That's animal agriculture in the 21st century. Then that's going to take a psychic toll on you because your subconscious is so much smarter than your conscious mind and knows that that hamburger, that hot dog, that piece of bacon didn't grow on a tree. So then you end up taking antidepressants to make yourself feel better. And then they have side effects. And then all of a sudden, we are simulcasting this on uh, Jane Unchained, my Facebook page. Uh, We've just come out of a huge, huge day of work uh, on, uh, in fact, I'm sleeping on the couch because we have so many people here because um, uh, we just finished VegFest LA, which is a huge festival. We had all the leaders in the compassion movement there, Ingrid Newkirk of PETA, uh, Captain Paul Watson of Sea Shepherd, um, Gene Bauer of Farm Sanctuary, uh, and representatives from the Food Empowerment Project, um, uh, Mercy for Animals, and, and numerous other uh, folks who were there talking about the same message, compassion. So who are these two individuals that you're looking at right there? Those individuals are going to tell us about the business of compassion. People sit, think there's a choice, like, Okay, I want to be compassionate. That means I'm going to have to give up everything I own and live in a tent, you know, under a bridge. No, well, that, that would be fun. Yeah, these folks are actually making money uh, putting together compassionate food. And I've got the food here because it's so delicious. Yeah. Rabbit hole foods. There's the artichoke dip and there's the untuna. If you see a little bit eaten there, I, I just couldn't. I was trying to keep it for this show and I just couldn't. I had to go and like a little rabbit, go in there and have some. And so, you know, you don't have to sacrifice. You can have your tuna, right? You can have everything you want. So please give us, I don't want to misspeak. Introduce yourselves and tell us all about it. How about starting with you, Rosanna? My name's Rosanna Kyra. I am one of the co-creators of Rabbit Hole Foods. We're here in Southern California. Um, we make all plant-based, gluten-free, <coughs> soy-free, GMO-free, organic foods. Uh, we, we like to say we make comfort foods. We like to make foods that are familiar to us um, without things that are bad for you or without animal products, things that make you feel bad. And we've been uh, doing this for about six years. 
And Walter Morris, tell us about yourself. Hi, I'm Walter Morris and uh, Rosanna's partner at Rabbit Hole Foods. And yeah, we're a, we're a cause-based business. Uh, we are really about getting curious about your food. And for us, it's uh, our approach is comfort foods mainly and bringing foods that are familiar to people to make the transition easy um, because diet is a very personal thing. And we try to, we try to honor that with people and not, uh, we, we try to not go at it from a, a judgment space and more of an invitation to be curious about what you're consuming, what you're putting in your body and what you're contributing to and participating in uh, anytime you, you buy anything in a market. And uh, that's, that's really the thrust of our message is get curious about your food and don't be afraid to venture it down the rabbit hole of <laughs> where, uh, how this is all happening and coming to be on your plate. So hence the name rabbit hole foods. I believe we have a caller, Marcus Holm. Marcus, are you on? And if so, what's your question or thoughts, sir? Hello? Marcus. Oh, he dropped. Okay. Well, you know what? Um, I want to know how your whole company came into being. Because I think when I think of starting Compassionate Business, which I started a couple of years ago, Jane Unchained, as essentially a a media company for animal rights, veganism, environmentalism. I was stymied in a lot of ways. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Um, and I've become a nonprofit. I just became a nonprofit because right. I realized that it really wasn't, it, it certainly wasn't about making money. And, and, and um, I was hoping for sponsors but our content is really too difficult for the average sponsor or even the unaverage sponsor. I mean, we go to pig visuals and bear witness to pigs going to slaughter. That's not something that a company, no matter how compassionate, is probably going to want to sponsor. So for me, it felt more appropriate to go into the nonprofit realm. But you've managed to figure out the business of compassion. Explain that to us, Rosanna. Well, I've never really um, liked the idea of doing any work for money. I, I really have spent most of my life trying to find what it is I'm passionate about. And those, those things have sort of changed over time. But um, one of the underlying things for me is always uh, wanting connection, wanting uh, to be an advocate for voices that don't have a voice and um, health. So I've always wanted to have a food place. I mean, I grew up in the food business, but I always wanted my own coffee shop and you know this sort of all came together in a way of just allowing myself to be led basically down a rabbit hole uh, you know it's like we picked the name and down we went to really discover what it is we were passionate about what what it is that makes me feel healthy and my life has been so tied into food I was I'm a first generation American from an Italian background and food has been our lives. Both of my grandparents are farmers. My father's had a food business since he immigrated to the U.S. So I love food, but I was also conditioned in a way to eat certain things and to behave in certain ways around food. It was always comforting and healing and 
but I um, also grew up on a farm with animals when I would spend my summers in Italy. So there was an incongruency for me that I didn't even allow myself to look at till we opened the rabbit hole. I, I wasn't even sure what it was I wanted to offer to my community until I started doing it with open eyes and a curious mind and looking at not just the healthy ingredients, but what, where they came from. And I soon discovered that I couldn't smell meat. I couldn't look at meat. And I started recalling all of the ways I was disgusted by meat and, and no longer wanted it in my life. And it was just an allowing myself to see who I really was and that this started happening. And we had a few uh, meat items on our menu. And I uh, remember tuna was one of our biggest sellers. And I was telling one of my vegan friends who was trying to, who was already in the business and trying to convince us to switch over. And I said, you know, but our tuna sandwich is our biggest seller. And he said, well, it won't be if you take it off your menu. And I'll never, wow. forget, I'll never forget those words. Uh, Dave Anderson, if you know him, uh, shared those words with me and he was right. And we took that off our menu and started making tuna with chickpeas. And that became our biggest seller. And do we make a lot of money? No. Are we ever going to? I don't know. I just know that I need to always be doing what feels right. And right now, doing this, giving people food options. If they don't want to eat meat and they're not cooks and they like certain things, that's what I get excited about. Well, I think that's a beautiful story because... Actually, when you follow your heart and you do what's morally right, it can often be successful for you. I think it's a false choice that people are told you have to choose between being successful and being um, true to your values. I actually think that that leads a lot of people astray. And in my personal life, anytime I have veered from my values, it has actually not been successful for me at all. It's been, uh, you know, (laughs) a nightmare, basically. So uh, what suggestion would you give to people who want to start a compassionate business? Do it. Yeah. Do it. it. Don't hesitate. We dove in. We made a lot of mistakes. Um, We didn't. We don't exactly feel successful on a lot of levels, but we feel excited to come to work every day and do more. And, and it's it's an adventure. The whole thing yeah. is an adventure, and it's our part of our mission is uh, is discovery. And in really looking at, you know, we have our products, and of course, we want people to buy them, and that will support the business and all of those things. What we want to show people is that. Not only is this choice entirely doable and accessible to you, it's it, you're not sacrificing anything. It should, as soon as it feels like a sacrifice, as soon as you feel like you're forcing yourself to be compassionate, um, it, it's problematic. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel like it comes naturally when you're awake. You know, got it. If you're just awake to what's going on, mm-hmm. then you're going to make different choices. We're just asking people and inviting them to take the next step to really think about, hey, are you, are you okay with this? Get, get curious if you're not. Go ahead and check that out. See where that came from. You know, the, the rabbit hole is what's under the surface. You know, we talk about, uh, you know, we'll look at a situation and say, 
oh, that, do, that's, that doesn't seem right. Why doesn't it seem right? Take a look, go a little bit deeper, get into it, follow the money, follow the root system to this industry that supports what you're consuming, what you're participating in, and decide if you're really okay with that. And I think when, when you're awake to that kind of thinking, your choices become really clear and you begin to trust yourself. Going into it, I think the fear is, well, you know, what am I going to tell my family? What are people going to say? What am I going to eat here? What am I going to do there? And you're thinking of all the obstacles. The obstacles, what, that's what's going to keep you from sticking to any diet, you know? Well, I want to reintroduce everybody. We are now live streaming on Facebook, and we have two incredible guests. We are talking about the business of compassion on Voice America Radio, our new influencers radio show on Monday mornings. And we urge everyone to call in 866-472-5795. Ask questions if you want to know how to start a compassionate business. We're here with uh, two amazing people, Rosanna Chiara, I hope I pronounced the last name right, and Walter Morris. They do rabbit whole foods. This is comfort food that is completely 100% plant-based and, I think it bears repeating the story of how when they first started, they were still doing tuna and tuna was their biggest seller and they were afraid to give up tuna, but they ultimately created the chickpea untuna salad, 100% plant-based their entire business. Would you tell us that story again, Rosanna? Sure. Um, You know, we, we sort of came together from our own individual, um, past desires to open a a cafe. We opened this cafe and we we knew we wanted it to be healthy. We knew uh, we had young children. We we knew lots of what we wanted and we contemplated being vegetarian or not. At this point that we were in the Conejo Valley, no vegetarian restaurants. And we started with some meat items. And um, it wasn't until I was in there preparing and doing that I started to have memories of how young I was when I was really repulsed by meat and realized I was conditioned to eat it based on our family and my family business. And it was becoming really incongruent. I mean, I was walking into my kitchen and wanting to vomit from smell. I've never experienced this in my life. And uh, I was talking to a friend about it and he said, well, be vegan. He already had a vegan business. And I said, well, I'm really afraid our biggest seller is you know, tuna sandwiches, what am I going to do? We'll lose money. He said, well, if you take it off your menu, it won't be your biggest seller. (laughs) And so, (laughs) and I thought about that and was stumped. And so we took it off the menu and we made tuna with chickpeas and that became our biggest seller. So when you start doing what feels right all through you, not just mentally, but what feels right in your whole self. Um, For me, I'm always looking at spiritually and emotionally. I love studying human behavior. It's a thing of mine. Like, I understand the psychology of all of it and have been through it. But what I found was when I was in alignment with all of the parts of me, the Antuna became the biggest seller. And it continues to be the biggest seller because that's what we do. We make plant-based food. And it's such so fabulous. Rabbit Hole Foods, Untula. I bought this to have for this show, and I couldn't stop myself from eating a quarter of it. That's how good it is. We've got a caller on the line, Danny from Portland. Danny, hi. What's your question or thought? Hey there. I love this topic, and I just tuned in, 
And I have not yet had, um, thank you, Rabbit Hole Foods. I have not yet had you. your foods, but I have seen what you're putting out there. And I love it because most of us, you know, who've gone vegan, like for me, I, you know, I ate all the comfort foods and I thought I was never going to be able to eat them again. So right. this is really exciting. So I love the idea of compassionate business. Can you say, I heard what you said about spirituality and I agree. Can you say more about like, how would the rest of us think about like ways to start our own? Because veganism isn't going anywhere. It's just getting bigger. How would you recommend that we tap into what we could do? Like, how do we figure out what our business might be? And what does that mean, compassionate business? Take it away, guys. Uh, I, can, I can speak to the compassionate business side. Uh, a compassionate business is, before it's compassionate, it's a conscious business. Um, and that it's in line with your consciousness that is awake uh, and that is uh, looking with clear eyes at uh, what, how, you're, how you are participating because you get to choose that. Everybody gets to choose how they participate on some level and you can be passive about it or you can be active in it. And what we always encourage with people is if there is an interest, uh, a business interest, and you want to be as honest as possible in your delivery of whatever it is that you're doing, um, you have to be present to all the implications of it in people's lives, in your own life, in their life. There, you have to be coming from that sort of holistic place. I'm not gonna say that all the pieces suddenly fall into place for you, but I think when you're coming from that sense, you can trust that you're going to make the right decisions in the long run. doesn't mean you're not going to still deal with, uh, you know, business situations and, and logistical stuff that comes up. But if the consciousness is there to support whatever you're doing in a very whole way, uh, all of those things are going to come into place and fall into place in time. And your communication with people, your invitation to people, what begins to surround you, comes from that openness. You, you need to, uh, I, that's my feeling. That, that's and how I do it. You always, if you go into something with wholeheartedly and with your own passions and you seek what those are, they're always unique. We are all unique individuals. He and I came together to create this unique business that we are in community with so many other vegan businesses and we love them all. We see how they do everything unique. We support them. We visit them. It's a fun community. So it's about finding what's your niche. What are you passionate about? And then really stepping into it wholeheartedly because the people that are drawn to you are drawn to you. Our goal is not to get everybody to love us. Our goal is to be who we are and attract those that like what we do so that they can then turn around and, and also find that for themselves. And yes, we do it through a business. We love, we love to work. So if we, we didn't, I don't know, we might do it on the beach, but we, we especially love to come and work with our hands and work with our minds and, and we love food and we love design. So we, we put all that together to make this, but you may do it in another way. It's really about sitting with yourself and finding what is that thing I love and want to share with the world. And, and I, I think on an, just to I, I just want to say, that, you know what I'm also hearing from you guys? Yeah. Is, is that out of the frustration, like, you know, because I love tuna salad and it's like, so you were like, so you, out of the frustration of like, oh, I can't have tuna salad. 
So you, like you said, instead of being passive, you were active and you said, well, then let's make untuna salad. That's one of the things, one of the many things I'm hearing you say. Yes. Exactly. That's exactly it. We, we make mac and cheese that tastes like mac and cheese. We make lasagnas. We make um, just, I mean, all day long I could spend here. My goal is I would love it if somebody emailed me a recipe every day and I would convert it for them. <laughs> I, I love conversion of the things we love. I have, grew up in an Italian family. We comforted each other with food and I just want to go home and eat what my mom makes, but I know I can make it just as good. <laughs> Vegan. Okay. Well, and I would take... say, yeah, Go ahead. I would say too, that it, it, it begins with sharing. It begins with doing actually exactly what you did in calling. It's, it's sharing those ideas, opening up those ideas in an inclusive way. And what you'll find is that you, uh, the energy builds and the community builds as long as you're present to it and you're sharing and you're participating and it will take on a life of its own. And it, even when we've had fears and doubts, we, we shared those with our community. We were pretty raw. We told them when we were stuck and we told them when we didn't know, and we told them when we had to make a change and, and they came with us and supported it. Well, go ahead. And so, and also it's support in, in that community and in that arena. When we saw restaurants opening up that were offering vegan items in our area after we had opened ours, we were thrilled. That's what we want. Yeah. It's, we, we're not into looking at it as division of like us and them. No, we've got to all be in this together. And uh, that's what makes it strong. And I think any sort of social action type of movement or a, a cause-based business that's one of the requirements is that you're in union with uh, the people that are like-minded and looking for the same things. All right. We're going to take a brief break and we're going to come back after the commercial and talk a little bit more uh, about how to start a compassionate business. And uh, Danny, if you want to stay on, please do. We'll, we'll continue the conversation. Thank you. This is so inspiring. Thank you. Thank you. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Listen for In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt, international media celebrity, supermodel, and renowned beauty and lifestyle expert, as well as founder and CEO of Envelop Her, multimedia platform for women, and sought-after inspirational speaker on women's issues. You'll connect with Clarissa's super influencer celebrity friends and experts as they speak about health, wealth, beauty, lifestyle, business, the love of giving, and the love of living a model life. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
It's time to elevate yourself and your business to the next level. What are the secrets of business success? Discover them on Key Entrepreneurs of Influence with your host, Kieran Sweeney. Find out who the business owners are that stand out in their respective industries and what they can teach you. The program contains valuable advice that can cost thousands through a professional consultant. Key Entrepreneurs of Influence can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You are listening to Jane Unchained. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email in to News at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Welcome. Hey there. And we are having a fabulous conversation with two incredible entrepreneurs who have created Rabbit Hole Foods, 100% plant-based. They're going gangbusters, and they're going to teach us about the business of compassion today. We're talking to Walter Morris and Rosanna Chiara. Chiara. Hello. Chiara. Uh, Yes. And um, they've been telling us about their journey. And one of the things that we're exploring today is being vegan, being compassionate, making that commitment not to kill animals. Doesn't mean you have to live in a tent under a bridge. You can be successful. They are very successful. They are growing their business. And it's really incredible what they're doing. And it was a journey. Uh, They had a business and they felt like their business had to be in compliance and in sync with their values of compassion. So they switched to 100% plant-based. We've been hearing the story about the chickpea untuna salad, which is their best seller. It is so delicious. I had to dig into it. I, I had a sample here and I, I just couldn't stop myself from, from having some. And that, that tuna was their biggest seller. And then they were a little concerned when they switched and now the untuna salad is their biggest seller. So there's always a way to um, find a compassionate solution to any business issue. So Rosanna, um, tell us a little bit about how you've grown your business. Um, well, we're growing our business slowly. Um, you know, there are lots of ways to grow a, bit, grow a business, but our choice was to self-fund our business. Um, so in a way, I like that because I'm a hands-on person. I like to know everything. I like to do everything myself. And then I like to see who wants to join in on that. So there's only two of us. We started with what we can do and what we know and what what fit in our lifestyles. And then we grow it. We grow it as we become more comfortable and as we become uh, more aware of what the need is and we move towards it. 
we keep moving towards things. I guess my question is for people who want to grow a compassionate business, you know, we were just at VegFest LA, tons of little mom and pop businesses selling things like uh, cruelty-free items, uh, vegan food, um, cutting boards that say vegan. And, you know, these are real American businesses, by the way, if you want to support American businesses and there's so much talk about that. Well, guess what? Vegan businesses are uh, 99.999% all American mom and pop businesses and small businesses. So uh, they're great to support as opposed to, for example, buying pork that's uh, involving slaughtering a pig and the uh, parent company is owned by somebody in China or a corporation in China, which is an actual example. And so, well, that, one of that's, the, yeah, yeah. Go, ahead, go, sorry. go ahead. I mean, I, I just, I want to know how people who want to start compassionate businesses who are watching can get direction from you on how you can be successful and grow while, while still staying true to your values. Well, I think it requires knowing who you really are and um, being comfortable with that. We, we talk a lot about um, belief systems in our business, just amongst ourselves and among vegan people. We have to be okay to be curious, to discover more. Maybe at one time, uh, eating animals is what we were all conditioned to do and it felt right and it seemed right. But for me, I could have hung on to that and remained attached to that. And I would be in a business I wasn't happy in or I wasn't passionate about. So it's really, you have to stop and reflect with yourself about who you were and who you are now. And, and if they don't match, being okay with changing your beliefs. And that was one thing that allowed me to stay in this business and continue in this business, even though the people around me don't all do that. Um, and Walter, do you find sometimes you get pushback from people like uh, you're doing it, it's your business. Uh, and people ask you things like, well, how are you going to monetize this if you're cruelty-free? Sure. Well, sure. Yeah, of course you get that. Because uh, if we were uh, selling other products that maybe did have those things, who knows? Maybe we they maybe they would be more profitable. Um, but that's the choice of a cause-based business. That's the choice of a, a conscious business. It's uh, it's about uh, harmony in your own life too, and that it's it, it all fits together. Uh, we've gotten really comfortable with all these incongruencies in our lives, and I think, uh, and Jane, you've spoken to this. The just the the stress of living a life where that requires some level of willful blindness. Mm -hmm. cognitive dissonance um it, it, that does cause stress and that's why people do look to do their own thing and when you're looking to do your own thing of course you, if you're looking to monetize it that's one aspect of it but i think you will more effectively monetize a business that you are wholly in that you're fully engaged in and that you fully believe in uh, and that at every step you're learning to do better. It, it builds its own momentum. And it's sort of, while it's still, uh, it still is a business and you do you are out there competing and trying to uh, make a living and uh, build that business, um, there's a, a central force that's driving it in yourself, which is your consciousness. And knowing that 
part of your mission or what your mission really is, is to uh, be a voice and to be participating in something that you genuinely believe in. I think we spend a lot of time participating in ways that are passive in our society. And it's just, we've been conditioned to believe it. Well, that's just what you do. You know, you got to go, you get a job and you get your insurance and you buy your things that you want or need or believe that you need. And in time, the more awake you become, the more you see that there's a bit of a sham in that, that you're, you're living half a life there. You're, there's so much more possibility if you just would trust yourself enough to jump in and, and speak your truth and, and live your truth. Um, that's a hard voice to come to for a lot of people. That's a, that's a, a tricky rabbit hole uh, to go into for a lot of people because they're afraid they're going to lose themselves. Their life's going to change too much. And you're, you, you sort of hold on to these ideas that you had that maybe they're not going to be as immediately possible uh, if you go this route. Um, we didn't choose a route to get rich and famous. We chose a route to be fully engaged and to have a business that is entirely in line with who we are and what we're really about. And we don't, we don't ever want to go back. And I think once you've been there, you, that desire is gone. What you want to figure out is how do I make this work? And you are participating <clears throat> in the world of business, and that's it's an arena unto itself. It's its own game, but that is what it is, right? It's a game, and uh, for us, yes, we play the game. You have to, but we're not living the game. We're we're playing the game, and we recognize that all the time. You know, this is. Uh, the bigger question when, when it comes to uh, behaving compassionately is, uh, is that something you're putting on or is that who you are? You know, there are a lot of voices that Rosanna and I both listen to uh, from Adi Ashanti to uh, Eckhart Tolle and um, these, these people who are seeing that compassion is born from just being awake, from being true to you. And when you start looking out at the world with clear eyes and you become curious about a thing and you like that thing, dig deeper and find out why. Why does this bother you? Why does, why does this feel good to you? Go in deeper to that and, and be a, a, an adventurer. Discover for yourself what you are participating in and be active in those choices. And then you're gonna discover, hey, I, uh, I've got something to contribute. But you're not going to come to that if you're not participating and you're not fully engaged. And that means scary too. It, it's a scarier route than the security route. But there's a deep, deep, deep security in knowing that you are uh, behaving and living in a way that's completely in line with uh, your true self you know, or what you identify as your truth self, I guess. I think that is so powerful, actually. I know we have to take a break, but, you know, uh, it, you can't take it with you. It's the old cliche. And I see these people who are in their late, I mean, I'm 62 
And, you know, I, I was in the workforce uh, for 40 years. I was as ambitious as anyone. I did want my toys. I did, you know, have desires for status. But there comes a point where you realize it's all very transitory. And then you become the sucker if you continue to seek that. I mean, honestly, you're probably the sucker if you sought it to begin with. But um, for me, I realized, well, let's be realistic. My, my chance of being on this planet is, what, if I'm lucky, 30 years, maybe it's 25 years. And nothing that I have here is going to go with me. So what's the point of accumulating more of it? It, it, and and the adventure, it's almost like if you think about it in vacation and there's things that you want to accomplish on your vacation, you want to see, you want to do, and your vacation's almost over. You got two days. So that's where I think getting in tune with your values is so important because as you're, you know, the road gets narrower, you have fewer and fewer uh, opportunities to rectify things that have happened to do living amends. And for those who have let's say, participated in animal agriculture all their lives, and then they wake up and they go, oh my God, I've been killing every day of my life. And I've been co-signing and supporting a system that tortures animals. There's got to be uh, A, a reckoning, and B, um, if if there's, there's an opportunity for living amends to say, well, now I'm going to, I can't undo the past. All those animals that are dead are, are dead. They're not coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, what can I do to make this world a better place and do a living amends? I mean, I think that that's a very important uh, process that people can, can jump into. So and let's go ahead. And it's, and it's uh, pretty easy to jump into it when you're surrounded by um, a community that uh, is, is there to say, hey, how are you when you wake up and we're here? Oh, you're home because this is your community and you'll find it. Your, your community is going to be right there. When you open up, wake up. When you wake up and you see the, the world around you as it is without all these conditions and these old templates, when you start letting that stuff dissolve, boy, I mean, the connections are they're amazing. You're connecting with uh, with not only your community, your loved ones, your your uh, anybody you're doing business with. Those are, I mean, that's fundamental laws of attraction, right? When you see somebody just absolutely loving what they do, you want to be around that. It feels good. It feels right. And that's that's a big part of this, you know. I think. Uh, the compassion is, is born from, you want to share that. It's a gift. When you feel alive, you want to share that gift. When you're feeling, when your heart is full, you don't want to hold it in. You know, you want to share it. And I think when you're operating from that place, uh, whether it's in business, whether it's in uh, whatever field you're in, um, you, you can, you're, it almost feels like you're operating with a net. Because you know that you're, you're in your life and you're connected and you're honest and you're open. You don't have to, you don't have to think about what you're going to say. It's not scripted anymore. It's not, it doesn't have to fit in to what's been. 
and you're going to make different choices. You're, you're going to, um, you're going to look at what's on your plate. You're going to look at what's on your walls. You're going to look at what you're moving around in, and you're going to experience all those things uh, in a different way. If you just would allow yourself to be awake and present to the moment more often, you know, that you're going out in nature and seeing that, look, those trees over there need you just as much as you need them. This is all connected here. So how are we going to go about this? How, uh, how am I going to do this in a way that's really in line with this feeling of harmony? In that state, you start to see, wow, there's a whole lot of disharmony here. And it starts with me. Right. Wow. So powerful. We've got one more quick break, and then we're going to have some final thoughts. Uh, thank you. I, I just feel like I got so much out of this conversation for myself personally, uh, because, you know, we all need that reminders. Uh, we all need reminders. You know, this, this whole, what we, what's happening in our culture, they say, you know, alcoholism, I'm a recovering alcoholic. It's a disease of amnesia. And we forget over and over again, the horror, we forget the bad times, you know, we romanticize a drug and that's happening across the board with a lot of things we do. We forget the toll that we, we pay. And this, you know, reminds, this reminds us like where we need to be. So we're going to take a short break and we're going to come back with two amazing guests from Rabbit Hole Foods. Stay right there. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Broaden your mind. Open your heart for a greater understanding of how to express your pure and authentic nature. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Simron. Author, publisher, and life mentor broadens minds and opens hearts to a greater understanding of life, consciousness, and humanity. 1111 Talk Radio is every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. 1111 Talk Radio. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are experience experiencing itself. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane, right here on the 7th Wave Network. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop take voice america on the go and listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market 
You are listening to Jane Unchained. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email in to News at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, this has been a really extraordinary show. We are talking about the business of compassion and basically how you don't have to choose between being a good person and being a successful person. And that's that's a really important lesson, I think, for people, because I think that there's a societal view that, hey, you can, you know, win. What was it, Charlie Sheen? You know, I'm a winner. Uh, meanwhile, um, and there's this culture of, you know, win at any cost. And I've been trapped in it. I, sure. I, I mean, I've been a very competitive person my whole life. And was told, you know, you don't count unless you're winning and you're moving ahead and you're accomplishing. But luckily, as you get older, you, you kind of get different perspectives. And I, uh, instead of shoulda, coulda, woulda, I try to learn a little bit and say, okay, um, the anxiety, I think a lot of that comes from an anxiety and anxiety. And I think the ultimate anxiety is that we, why are we here? It's a very crazy world. Sometimes I wake up and I go, where did my mother go? She lived to 99 and a half and she passed away two and a half years ago. How is it possible my mother isn't here? And then I remember that these cows that are born on factory farms, their their calves are ripped away from them at birth so that humans could steal the mother's milk that's not designed for humans. It's designed for baby calves. The boys, they either are killed or they're put in veal crates and the girls are put into the system. And then at some point when the mother cows are sent off to be slaughtered for hamburger, their daughters replace them. And all of them are violated to come into existence. Not one of them came into existence from a making love. And then I go, Oh my God, I've got work to do. Yeah. You know, and, um, and it actually, you know, supersized my activism when my mother died because I, it's all about the violation of the of the feminine and the exploitation Absolutely. of the mother daughter, the mother son, the mother child. I mean, they're taking, they're they're breeding these animals, they're ripping the kids away, they're castrating them with anesthesia, they're chopping their beaks off, they're chopping their tails off. It's institutionalized torture it's morally wrong and this is the the truth that people don't want to see anybody who participates in it is participating in something that is morally wrong it doesn't matter that everybody's doing it you still don't get a pass any more than the people who participated in slavery during the days of slavery and had slaves well, their neighbors had slaves. This one has slaves. That one has slaves. It must be okay. No, it's not okay. And you could use other illustrations of horrors that everybody jumped into in whatever society. Um, and everybody's co-signing each other's um, blindness to the evil. And that's how evil happens. They say the only thing required for evil to triumph is for good people to do nothing. So as we wrap up, talk to me about that. I have something to say. <laughs> yes. I, I um, 
you know, we were just having the same conversation or it's an everlasting conversation here, but I personally feel that humanity is going through a consciousness of evolution. And, and in order to really successfully do that, we have to heal all of these things you just mentioned, which it, in my words, they, they encompass a, a power over ideology that we were born into. And whether it's slavery or animals or women or whatever it is that you want to be better than the other person, you're, you're taking a power position. And a compassionate-based business to me begins with self-compassion. We have to have compassion ourselves for all these betrayals we have committed for ourselves in engaging in these things. We were born into them. And I believe that we are trying to evolve and heal that as a whole consciousness, as a unity consciousness. And I believe that's why we're doing this. And I try not to have judgment over those that are not where we are or where I am personally, because we're all going through this and healing this ideology that does not work for humanity anymore. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's this whole kill or be killed mentality. Life is a zero sum game. Right. If, it's, if, it's, yeah. I think Western culture right now, in, in my view, Western culture is in serious need of, of some mothering. Uh, and it's, uh, I think it's, it is time. The pendulum is swinging. And I, I only hope that it builds in momentum because I think, uh, Rosanna, I'm right there with you, Rosanna. You know that um, this this power over culture that we are accustomed to, this uh, you know, coffees for closers uh, kind of way of living and competing. Um, well, per personally, uh, when I was when I learned that coffee was for closers, what does I, that mean? I, I well, like, it's from the Glenn Gary Glenn Ross play David oh. Mamet. It's uh, it's this you know the sales guys that are it, there's a quote in the movie and it's a popular quote uh in the sales world that coffee's for closers you go close and then you get your rewards and uh right. you go win and then you get your rewards and i think while there's something to that we've got to recognize those are games that's a game and we're applying it to everything and mm -hmm. let's stop applying game to everything you know that's that's the issue and when i say i think it's time for some serious mothering. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's time for that consciousness that is beyond game, that is about our humanity, about our living in harmony, not about division, but about after the game, about after these games that we're connected as people, as human beings. And we're there to guide each other and listen to each other and learn from each other. And we will in that in that state, we will find ourselves making different choices. You know, there's no symbiotic relationship between humans and animals right now. There mm. was, there mm. was at a time, but that's not there. And we can't fool ourselves that that could even be possible in the context of, uh, you know, factory farming and things like that. It's, it's, that is nightmarish. And it's nightmarish beyond any. I don't, I think that they don't want to know plausible deniability. I didn't know. I don't know. Don't tell me. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Danny Rukin's still on, uh, but uh, Danny Rukin, who is, who is an activist was telling me how she went to uh, 
visit some very progressive, very liberal friends. And they basically told her don't to come back because she was talking about uh, uh, factory farming. That people don't want to hear it. And it's almost like, you know, uh, you you are committing a, you are offending them with the truth. That's yeah. that's the bottom line. Don't yeah. offend me with the truth. But well, ultimately, underneath that, you're you're scaring them with the truth, and that's where the compassion comes in. And how do we approach those fears and make yeah. change? It's tough to show somebody. Uh, it's it's tough to introduce somebody to a nightmare in a constructive way um, <laughs> because. Uh, you're just you're in a state of horror you're in a state of shock and it, it not a lot sinks in in that state you know how do you assimilate the information and receive it it's sort of like in medicine right you know uh if you're not in a state where you're going to receive the medicine if you're not open to receiving healing and uh you know anybody knows this from any uh 12-step program or anything like that that you know part of this is letting in what's what's true and being vulnerable to it and being affected by it and making honest decisions based on that. But we learn out of it. And I will say that us men in a huge way are taught out of that. You know, we, we, we don't grow up with this impulse to be okay with killing animals and eating them. We don't, kids don't do that. They don't have that in them. If they do, then maybe there's something going on there. Yeah, but the Ted Bundys do, yeah, but not everybody sure. else. Well, but listen, guys. Cultural too? It's know. totally cultural. Um, I've had people just yell at me and say, "You're full of yeah. uh, bull." You know, get away! Like literally, get away from me, uh, because they don't want to hear this truth. And so, I want to thank you for helping us spread the truth. Thank um, you. Uh, you guys are such an inspiration. I know that. Rabbit Hole Foods is going to be, well, it is. It's already fantastically fabulous and growing fast. And I know that folks out there are going to want to support this incredible company that really um, proves that you can have your comfort food, enjoy every (laughs) last bit of it without hurting anybody. So thank you so much. We're out of time, but uh, you've been amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. (laughs) Have a great one. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Jane Unchained. We hope you'll join Jane Velez Mitchell for the next edition of her program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Meanwhile, have a peaceful week.